0: All right, Rob. You were telling me right before the show about a movie that's been canceled that you were disappointed about. Uh what what's the news that we've got?
1: Well, I mean firstly, the worst thing is until this morning, one, I didn't know they were making this movie. <laughs> Neither did uh, I. <laughs> I didn't even know this was a thing. And two, I'd it, it, reading the article made me piece together these things I'd seen but not really looked at that Michael Keaton was going to play Batman again in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. so I'd seen this and I thought oh it, it must be related to like the Flash movie because you know I'm guessing they're going to do like multiverse stuff and you know time travel whatever I thought oh they're going to bring him in for that but no apparently he was going to be in this
0: as Batman yes and this and this being Batgirl right Exactly, Batgirl, yeah, I realise I didn't say that at all. No, Um, no. (laughs) But is this, I actually don't know, was the uh, person who was going to play Batgirl, was it the same as in the last movie? Probably uh, not. No, I don't, is there there a movie that she's in? Uh I can't remember. Oh no no no! You're right. It was it was. I'm thinking of Catwoman. I'm thinking of cat. I'm thinking of Catwoman from the last Batman movie. I'm not. That's a yeah. <laughs> it's not
1: confusing at all. No um, no 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 no. So no this. So yeah, they, they were making this movie. I, I feel like maybe I'd heard about it, but I hadn't really been paying attention. Um, and and who among us hasn't spent ninety million dollars, and then gone? No, it's not worth it Um, because that's what they've done they've cancelled it Um, they're not releasing it on HBO Max or wherever it was supposed to be like that's it this article says that they if they wanted to get it up to cinema level you know theatre level I'm not sure what that means it was going to double the budget or something Um, so Hmm. they've just cancelled it like that's it
0: I, I'm a little surprised. It must be very, very bad. I mean, the one quote that I read was basically like it was irretrievably bad and that they had tested it mm-hmm. with audi- audiences uh, that that said that. And, yeah, I, I guess I get it. But at the on the other hand, and $90 million – $90 million is a lot of money. Um, obviously, this was – I guess this was slated to be on HBO Max, not to be in theaters, although maybe mm-hmm. this was – it i don't know there are a lot of bad movies that make their way to streaming video <laughs> oh, i'm a yeah, little i'm surprised that this one didn't make it even if it wasn't going to be an a tier movie uh there's yeah. a i mean you know,
1: netflix do that every what twice a week they right a movie that's terrible well exactly and there's
0: and and you know what you do you watch them for a little while and you shut them off if they if they're terrible but um there there's a wikipedia page with unreleased american movies i guess and it's a pretty short list but now it's got another it's got bad so i don't know i it, it dc seemed like they had their act together there you know the the dc movies seemed like they were on an upward tra- trajectory with some of the recent ones but uh, i guess i guess this one would have would have dragged the whole lot of them down
1: yeah i, I mean even the quote from the spokesman says uh i'm just going to quote this the decision to not release batgirl reflects our leadership's strategic shift as it relates to the dc universe I, oh okay i'm glad you've explained that that uh, <laughs> doesn't even mean anything that that means no. nothing to anybody um but it is so strange to me you've got you know you've got dc the entire you know collection of characters that they've got you know the heroes as well as the villains because the villains are way better than anything marvel's got mm mm-hmm. mhm And and they just made such a mess of it. Yeah, they really really have. They really
0: have. And they have problems with um, their their, uh, Flash character now because the actor has been getting himself in legal trouble uh, quite a bit. Have you seen this? Uh, Yeah,
1: yeah, they've been... I don't know, they, they were like assaulting people and i feel like there was something about um like a a a teenager that was being flown on a private jet yeah i mean that's a whole mess i have to assume that movie's not coming out either
0: yeah it's 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 gotten to the point where it's like a bad look for the studio i think because um it's it's just it's been in the news so much but anyway yeah dc's a little a little bit of a mess well
1: yeah, I I will say that the, the one thing that has bothered me about this, even though I didn't know, is that Michael Keaton was going to be Batman because I kind of would have really liked to see that again. Yeah, um, that, would,
0: that would be pretty neat.
1: Yeah, but, I, I mean, I can't believe for a second that this movie's not going to show up at some point. Um, you know, unless something truly terrible happens, this movie's going to show up eventually.
0: You sure would think so. I mean, it's got to be worth something to t- put somewhere, right? I mean, it's... If nothing else, it's filler at this point, right for HBO.
1: Yeah, like I am sure it's you know, like you said, if the screeners have shown it's not a great movie, but it can't be that bad, surely. I mean, it it, unless you've really made a a complete hash of it, it can't be the worst movie. Like, just just sell it to somebody. Like, we might as well see it. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, if you know, if they're willing to sink ninety million dollars and walk away from it, uh, I've got to I got to believe it's. Pretty bad, Rob. <laughs>
1: yeah, that is true. No, you're probably right. I think I'm just wishing at this point.
0: I think so too. I mean, it, it, I mean, conceptually, in the very in the abstract, if you take away all the details, yeah, a Batgirl movie would be great. I'd love to see a Batgirl movie. But a Batgirl movie that is so bad that that a company's willing to walk away from ninety million dollars, probably not a movie I, I need to see.
1: That, that's very true. That's pretty true. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm still putting my money down now that it's. It will get released at some point, but I think it will be either, you know, it'll be a long time or it'll be like some kind of bonus feature for a DVD or, or, you know, Blu-ray or something weird. Right. Um, But we'll see. We'll find out. Yeah, that's the thing about
0: that. That's the thing about a story like this, why it seems surprising is because at least even when there were in the days when things went straight to DVD, you know, there still was, there was still a cost associated with the movie and that they had to print the DVDs and ship them around the world Mm -hmm. and sell them in stores. So, you know, even bad... But even then, bad movies made their way to shelves as straight-to-DVD releases. Now, they don't have that distribution cost on top of it, so it's really kind of surprising, I guess, in the world of streaming that it doesn't appear somewhere. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the facetious part of me, just think, you released
1: Justice League on purpose twice... Like, you, <laughs> right. the least you right. can do is release this movie.
0: Yeah, so few of the DC movies are really very good, I think. I mean, you know, there are some some exceptions, but uh, it, it's, it's not the best. Anyway, Rob, we should move on and talk about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet because there was a Pokemon Direct this morning, my time, and I watched it. And this is uh, an open-world RPG. It looks pretty interesting. I know Five you're not pie. you're not a big Pokemon fan, but you we know we've got some new starters here. We've got some new. There was some new Pokemon uh, who were revealed. There's one called Fido, and Fido is a dog-like Pokemon that's made of bread. The dough part is is spelled like. Bread dough, not like fido. excellent. All right. Oh yeah,
1: look at the little little dough dog. <laughs> yeah, the <adorable>. little dough dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's supposed to be very soft, according to the the direct. And. There are a couple of legendaries in this game that you can ride around the the area, which they're like they look like motorcycles. They have basically motorcycle tires on them for when you're going over land, but they can also fly and they can go on the water. And so that's I think kind okay. of your, that's kind of your fast travel method in the game. Sure. Uh, and there are I guess three different storylines to follow in this game. One of them is kind of a traditional gym based you know challenge thing where you're trying to you're trying to end as the champion after going through eight different gyms, and the other ones are more of a hunt where you're collecting items and things not not a ton of detail around that yet, but there' are, plus there's a multiplayer mode where you can do some of the stuff you can do it with up to i think three other people at one time so there it, my sense of it. Looking at it, is it's a pretty big world. You can you have a lot of flexibility in what you do. There are new gimmicks for for gameplay. There's this Terra type thing that you can use to um, both offensively and defensively with your Pokemon in battles. It's going to add a new element to the competitive play, from what I understand. I'm not really. I don't follow competitive Pokemon closely, but, you know, these are mainline games. That means that they're going to be part of competitive Pokemon as well as, you know, just games that, I don't know, normal people like me or regular people (laughs) who who aren't into competitive play can play just by, you know, wandering around. And I I like the idea of an open world, right? Because I like those games where you just can kind of go at your own pace and do your own thing and kind of make it, you know, make the story your own a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it it sounds like...
1: It always seems very slow with the Pokemon company, but it does seem like they're moving them forward ever so slightly, you know, you get a bit of open world, and then there's, all oh, now we've got the branching stories, or, you know, the different sort of tracks. Right. Okay, that, I mean, you know, that's that's no complaints for me, it's nice to see some improvements. Um, it's, it feels
0: like an evolution of what we saw with Sword and Shield, it's a little bit, you know, along those lines. I will say that I think, looking at it, you never know until you actually start up the game and see how it looks, but I think, you know, sometimes Pokemon games, the the art isn't the greatest, at least... The You know, they tend to be kind of blocky and chunky in the backgrounds and things, not the best high-resolution art. Um, this seems to be better than most, so I think that, that that's a plus as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I am looking at a screenshot of Fido, and, and I'm looking at, and I can't believe this is coming out you know in in 2022 cuz it still doesn't look <laughs> i know um amazing but you know for that's the pokemon, pokemon because
0: company. <laughs> for pokemon it probably is amazing though <laughs> i mean i understand yeah. what you're saying absolutely it's it does not feel like a 2022 game it fits better because it's on the switch i suppose mm-hmm. which only goes up to 1080p but yeah it's it's not the highest uh <laughs> then, you know, and I, I sit there
1: and I think, okay, imagine I'm in charge of the Pokemon company, I release these games and they sell a gajillion copies, you know, even without doing any sort of graphical updates or yeah. you know, gameplay updates for a lot of years, and it's I can kind of see why it ends up like this, because there's not really any incentive for them to push it forward in any huge way, because they're still gonna right. sell you know, all of the copies of this game.
0: Right, 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 right. So that's coming out soon. I I will mention that I, I started playing Stray a little bit. I know I'm not going to have any spoilers because I know you haven't played it yet and we're waiting for the physical copy. I I really only got a little bit into the tutorial because I got interrupted. We've had guests for the last couple of weeks. And so I started playing it a little bit. It looks gorgeous. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to play. Um, it's part of the, the, the PS Ultimate thing which, mm-hmm. which I'm doing now. So, you know, I mean, it didn't cost me any any more. I think I explained last time why I signed up for that. It was only an extra $40 on top of what I already had. So yeah, it's a, it's a great looking game and I'm going to, I plan to play a lot of it in the next month or so. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, as soon as that physical
1: copy turns up, I'm just going to sit in front of the TV for a day couple of days and just blast through it because I can't wait to play it to be honest I keep seeing screenshots and videos and I'm like yeah I definitely want to play this
0: right right you know I think Rob that last time I mentioned very briefly pickle pizza I think I did yeah and I
1: think you did and I think I made a suitably
0: disgusted noise well uh, <laughs> well it's turning up all over the place from what I read in a, i found an article I have to find this for you I there's an article in the Washington Post I believe All about pickle pizza and how it's becoming a thing, at least in the US. So, kind of interesting. I don't know. I have not tried a pickle pizza yet. I will admit I have not. I've been sampling a lot of southern food, which includes a lot of pickles, but I haven't had it on a pizza yet. So, we'll have to see about that. Maybe I can can find it someplace down here.
1: Uh, Yeah, I have just found the article. Uh, it says pickle pizza started as a novelty, but now it's a big deal because obviously that's the headline. Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I kind of like that more than I should.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I guess it's catching on pickle pizza. It usually is. I think it usually has like a ranch dressing for the sauce. So it's kind of a white pizza. It's not like, you know, marinara based or anything like that. And it's got some sort of cheese and pickles. And, you know, one of the things that I've had while I've been in North Carolina are fried pickles. Now, fried pickles, you can get them in a Mm -hmm. lot of places, but I've found that they're done particularly well down here, especially at some of the barbecue places. And they're really good. Then you dip those in like a ranch dressing usually. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I'm not a massive
1: fan of pickles. And like this picture I'm looking at is... You know, it's the ranch sauce, and then it's pickles and onions, which again is not something I'm a, a huge fan of. So, <laughs> I don't feel like this is a pizza for me. Um, all right, I'm a I'll big be interested fan. to know what you think.
0: I'm a big fan of the pickle, Rob. I, I love a good pickle. <laughs> I really do. I really do. And uh, you know, the sub. You can, there's a grocery store near me. You can go there and you order your order a sub sandwich at the deli, bring it home for lunch, and you can get pickles on it and all sorts of other stuff. So. I like to get pickles on my on my sub sandwich, too. Yeah. Oh, that's fair
1: enough. That's funny. You know, we all like different things. But uh, I mean, I have been using my uh, my uni pizza oven quite a lot. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. In the, yeah. In the I past few weeks. It seems Satan. like you're all,
0: you're all set up to make the very first UK <laughs> pickle pizza. <laughs> I can pre-
1: tell you now that's not going to be me.
0: <laughs> bring, bring, break your countrymen into the pickle pizza, fa- you know, I don't know, trend. And, you know, make it, it's a fad. I think this might be treason. I'm not... Um... <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, hey, you know what I did the other day? I We've been going out to dinner and trying new places, and I was on vacation down in Savannah, Georgia, which is a coastal city that's really very old and um, very southern, and it's very nice. Enjoyed that, that city a lot. And I went out to dinner with my family, and when the check arrived at the end of the night, they, it had a QR code on it and said, you can pay by scanning this. And I thought, oh, this place is kind of busy. Maybe this is speed up leaving because we wanted to get going. And I scanned it, and it was an app clip. It actually pulled up an app clip for a, an app called to- called Toast, which I think, I don't know if it's um, outside the U.S., but it, Toast is usually, a lot of times, Toast is a uh, in those checkout kiosks you find in things like coffee shops that um, – you know, where someone's using an iPad to sell coffee and pastries and things. So I was familiar with the company and the app, but it's not like an app that I had on my phone or anything. And so I scanned the QR code, the the little mini app clip, which I guess is like, you know, I think they have to be under 10 megabytes. It popped up almost instantly. It let me use Apple Pay to pay for my meal, you know, add the tip and all that stuff. And at the end it says, your your server will be notified that you have paid. You are free to go. And so you just walk out, which, uh, you know, it, it uh, completely eliminates that back and forth of waiting for the person to either bring out the, you know, the payment terminal or take your card in the back like they do in the United States mm-hmm. steal, to first steal it and then charge you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you just pay right there and walk out the door. It, it is one of those things where, like, when you first went to an Apple store and maybe did the self checkout with the Apple Store app it, sure. felt, it felt a little bit like walking out on your bill in the mm-hmm. restaurant, like I was stealing. But it was incredibly convenient because it was just like person dropped off the thing, paid, took about, you know, ten seconds and I walked out the door and I was done. It was it was good. It was but you know, it's it's kind of telling that it's been, I think, two years almost. With mm. app clips. And this is really, I mean, I've seen a couple of app clips in apps where they were more of a novelty than anything else. This was the first time I ever used it where it was like truly useful, where something popped up really quick, let me pay with my Apple card and then just walk out. Yeah,
1: I, it's kind of funny. I haven't seen an app clip, I don't think anywhere. Um, and I have <laughs> been, you know, I've been paying with, you know, QR codes and stuff because obviously since COVID, there's a lot of like, you know table service literally you know through their apps and right uh, you know scan a qr code and you order on this website but i've yet to see an app clip um but i wonder if you know i I guess it really just depends because it's you know it's development time and stuff like that and yeah um you know it's only ios as well so i guess it's you know depending on the markets you're in um you know maybe it doesn't make sense but yeah it's it's pretty cool to hear like somebody's actually used one (laughs) and it actually did what it was supposed to
0: I do wonder how it would work if you were in a non, uh, you're not an iPhone user because it was just a, it wasn't an App Clip QR code. You know, there's special ones that can be create generated for App Clips. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was just a regular QR code, as far as I could tell. And I don't know. Maybe if you had an Android phone, it would send you to a website to pay or something on the web. But yeah, I, I have talked to some. I was talking, chatting about this with some people in the Club Mac Stories Discord today. And they had the same reaction that you did, which was they had used various, you know, web apps and things like that to pay to order and pay for food at restaurants during COVID, but hadn't used an app clip. And um, and while those things I think are more convenient, I think sometimes those web apps can be a little clunky and hard to use. Um, and oh yeah, definitely. Right. And the and the app clip, though, really was very streamlined because it was fully native and quick. So I I did appreciate being able to use it. So I'm I don't know. I'll be on the lookout for that again. But like I said, I mean, I've since we moved to North Carolina, I've actually eaten out a fair amount. And that is the very first place I've ever seen. It It was down in Savannah, Georgia, of all places. So, you know, well, I guess we'll see. I guess uh, it was kind of a touristy area. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they show up in those kind of places first. Who knows? Yeah, who knows. Well, um, well, yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll probably keep my
1: eye out for some more QR codes, but I mean, I'm not sure how many more restaurants <laughs> I can go to. But, uh,
0: but yeah, I think I probably do. Us for this week, all right, sounds good. I'll talk to you later, Rob. Yeah, speak to you later.